It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny Bull to call. Abdul at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Get it, Walker. Touchdown. Smitty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armin Ross. They brought him to the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marcus Inagol scores! His first career hat-trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. So great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and the Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843-866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network and our Facebook at X's and Bros. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news. Bears GM Ryan Poles said that, quote, I would love to do no as soon as possible. I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in the gray. What does that even mean? Are they moving on from Justin Fields already? Arizona tweeting out Kyler Murray is their QB1. That's a death sentence. Uh-oh. What's going on in the quarterback circle? Also, college football here. Ohio State has self-reported four recruiting violations that occurred over the last few months to the NCAA. <gasps> Hurt my feelings. No, you don't say. You don't say. Ohio State is cheating? Vacate all the wins? All the way inappropriate contact with a recruit. Cheeseburger Gate Part Two. Get them out of here. Vacate all the wins. They can't. They can't compete anymore. Cancel the program. Mm-hmm. See how stupid that sounds. I got. I got people already, as I call them cheaters, because obviously they're cheating. They are cheating. A recruit taking pictures with boosters. Oh, I mean, where's the bag? I mean, does the bag man get any more literal than that? Oh, my goodness. How? How? How does that happen? How do you allow that to happen? After all that stuff you talked and your fan base talked, now you guys are cheating. Oh, now you have to vacate all the wins. All of them. Can't be, you got to be ineligible for the postseason. See how dumb that, see how stupid you people looked saying that to me? 
How dumb that sounded. I already got one guy in my mentions. Some, what's his name? Ballyhoo. Some Ballyhoo guy talking about, well, you know, it's just, it's not the same. It's because uh, Michigan out cheated them. No, Michigan beat them up at the line of scrimmage. That's what happened. Watch the game. Beat them up at the line of scrimmage. Quarterback threw two interceptions. That's what happened. He got beat three years in a row. Just got mauled at the line of scrimmage. You're not tough. You're not tough enough. That's what beat Alabama. Michigan out-toughed Alabama. And no matter what happens, and what's said moving forward about anything, we've now seen two national championships in our lifetime, people. Two of them. Nothing you could say. We've seen two national championships and two Heisman winners in my lifetime. That's crazy. It's crazy. Sent Nick Saban into retirement. I mean, literally, it doesn't matter what they do next year. It doesn't matter. And it, it doesn't matter what any other school does next year either. Because, you know, before it was like, well, what have you done in the last five years? Okay, what have you done in the last three years? Our starting quarterback was 26 and one. And to be honest with you, the TCU game we were in, if we could have got a defensive stop, we would have been fine. Couldn't guard anybody. So, how about that? In the Georgia game, if J.J. would have started, probably gives us a better opportunity. We did right by Cade McNamara. We did we did right by him. You know, you can worry about there. You, you lost your job. You, you lost to the better guy. People were calling for J.J. McCarthy early on in the process. I've been very forthright. Uh, I've been very fair to Cade McNamara and thanking him for his time and his contribution to get Michigan football back. Jim Harbaugh did it. He came, he set out here on a mission. How many people, how many of you could say that you set out in your life to do something, you actually accomplished it? Jim Harbaugh did because he's better at life than all of us. He's just better. Like, how do you go from college quarterback to professional quarterback, college coach, professional coach? College coach, now professional coach again. How do you keep doing this and, and successful everywhere you go? Like, doesn't does that stink for some of you that are Harbaugh haters that he's just better at life? Does that bother you? He's just winning at life. Man, that's great. Awesome. I know Freddie, before he pulled this uh, Detroit Red Wings pop quiz on me uh, about, and now Terry's tweeting me, we just played him in St. Louis. I don't know who you're referring to, Terry. This is why you have a structure. This is why you, you, you build a rundown out. Every day going into the show, you build out the rundown so you have your topics and things that you want to cover and talk about, right? So you can be on track. And somebody calls in asking, like, what trade happened in 1996? Like, good God, man. You know, I'm, I'm over here trying to figure out who is this guy. I just got done watching the Red Wings win 8-3, to three, right? I'm all excited about the direction of the program. I, I didn't know we were set for, for pop quiz. I didn't know that's what, that's what was going on. It was going to bother me all day, Elmer the Fudd. I can't believe I even forgot about him, to be honest with you. That's going to bother me all day. You know, pride myself on trying to be an encyclopedia here, but goodness gracious. Good God almighty. Most of, like, let's find the, the list of the most obscure names that we can find and just throw them out there and see what, <laughs> see what happens. See, it's like the random stuff on Twitter that you see where it's like, you know, somebody just has a random thought, like, name the most random wide receiver you can think of. And someone's like, James Thrash. And it's like, what? You know, and then people just comment, and it just takes you back through, it just takes you back, uh, it'll look through history. 
you know, I'm out here trying to keep track of what's going on in the Mid-American Conference, and then Freddie's going to drop a, oh, thanks for keeping me updated. Nobody cares. You drop one of those on me. People care. I care. I know for a fact that we have staff members not only at Ohio University, not only at the University of Toledo, not only at Western Michigan, that listen to our program. I've been in, I've worked in the MAC my entire life. Well, not my entire life, but over half of my life. I care what goes on there. And I'm sure you do too. A lot of us have degrees from MAC schools. A lot of us went to Central, Eastern, Western, BG, Toledo. We did that. Maybe you went even further south to Miami or Ohio. I don't know where you went. Like Mac check-in? I don't know. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give the people what they want. It was an exciting night in Mac basketball to change the standings. I'm sorry. I was prepared to talk about that. I was ready to paint the picture to let everybody know what was going on. We've got five Mac schools in our in our listenership. I think it's important. I'm sorry. My bad. It was one little mini segment in the second hour. My apologies. I didn't mean to take away from, you know, the Bengals talking about T. Higgins, but, you know, are they going to franchise him? Are they not going to tag him? What are they going to do there? Or Devontae Adams and their GM saying that he will not be traded. There's a lot of he said, she said shenanigans. Or DeAndre Ayton suffering a hand sprain against the Heat for the Blazers. Or I'm sorry that Nathan McKinnon extended his home point streak in the Avalanche's win. So congratulations to, uh, to him. He's got at least a point in all 29 home games this year. I think that's important. Or that the commissioner, Gary Bettman, is telling the Jets fans, you better come to games or they're going to move your franchise again. Or that the Flyers and Lightning had a power outage. I'm sorry. I think some of this stuff is newsworthy. Or that the Chiefs are preparing the tag for Legereus Sneed, but they're open to a trade. Could he come to the Lions? I'm sorry. And of course, the Red Wings with an 8-3 win, and the Pistons won 105-95 over the Bulls. We're back with more X's and Bros after this. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines dropped their 20th game of the season as they lost at home to then number three Purdue over the weekend in a tightly contested game, 84-76. I say at home because the game was physically played in Ann Arbor. However, the Purdue faithful had Michigan sounding like Mackey. My estimation will put it somewhere in the range of 70-30 to 60-40 in favor of Purdue fans on campus. Zach Eady matched a career high with 35 points and added 15 rebounds as the Wolverines tried to multiple matchup combinations against that extremely large human, but Eady was just too much. Four starters in double figures for the maize in blue, now having to navigate without starting forward Olivier Camois, but it's too little too late. Up next, Michigan heads to Rutgers tomorrow night to try to break the five-game slide at 8.30 on FS1. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Thank you. 
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Boy, a fascinating story coming out. Damian Lillard admitting that life in Milwaukee is lonely, and he, quote, doesn't have much of a life. I go to practice, go home, watch boxing, play video games. Man, I type in the boxing website Fight Hype on YouTube a hundred times. And, are, and is praying for something new to be on there. Seriously, I don't have much of a life. Oh, man. That's, uh, well, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's difficult when you're when you are an NBA player. Uh, that those things those things can be uh, those things can be challenging, right? New city, new teammates, uh, new quote unquote life, and you're there to play basketball. You just kind of you know put your head down and you know, do the best you can. I don't know if Lillard has uh, any uh, female companion, if he's dating anybody, or if he's married. I don't really know much about his personal life, but uh, I think it, at that point, you know, when you when you get traded to a new city, you put your head down and you go to work. Uh, find a good place you like to go to dinner, and uh, you know try to uh, you know try to try to go from there. But just kind of grin and bear it for the time that you're there. And you know we've all we've all done that in certain workplaces, right? You just kind of you just kind of get through it. You know you play the best you can. You know and you you just dive you know dive head first into uh, into your craft, if you will. Do it that way. All right, now on to uh, a team that surprised everybody late night. That eight o'clock tip off last night. about those pistons last night a winner winner chicken dinner 105 to 95 over the chicago bulls and i gotta get to this uh, other portion here of the story because we found this out uh, yesterday with what is going on with uh, mike muscala and here's what happened the detroit pistons mike muscala is finalizing a contract buyout clearing the way for him to be eligible for the playoffs with his next team muscala has uh, interest in a few contenders And in order to get Marvin Bagley, the Pistons traded two seconds, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, who's a rotational player right now for the Kings. They then traded Bagley, Isaiah Livers, and another two seconds to get the right to buy two guys out. Shout out to Shams for the timeline here. It doesn't... um, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense what this uh, obsession. James Wiseman right now, you know, if you've noticed the narrative, uh, you are, um, you know, there are, there are certain, certain ways we go about this. And with the Pistons, there has, there, there's been one person that's taken the fall. The fall guy has changed throughout the course of the season. And I'm sure it will continue to change. Right now, it's James Wiseman. And Wiseman played 17 minutes last night, had two points and five rebounds. He was one of two from the floor. Um, but what Mike Muscala did was he gave you an option that could at least uh, present a little bit of a shot from anywhere outside of the paint. Now, if Wiseman's going to play more, he needs to be a dominant rebounder and rim protector. Like That's, that's what's got to happen. Uh, on the offensive side, Like they have to be able to... The all-bench lineup thing has got to stop. It's got to stop. I don't know what it's going to take, uh, but they have to stop subbing five in at a time. You know, you pick and choose your spots, and you find your minutes for, you know, some other guys to be able to come in and just give your guys a reprieve. Asar Thompson, 35 minutes. Jalen Duran, 31 minutes. Also, 
Duran had a had a tough night with the with the ball. Duran and Ivy combined for half of the team's turnovers. They had nine of the team's total eighteen turnovers last night. Uh, but you know, Jaden Ivy outside of those four turnovers that he had, fifteen points, two rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block, very active. Four of seven from the field. Cade Cunningham, one of Cade's better games, and I'll tell you why. He finishes with twenty six points, five rebounds, five assists, which just for the record. Now, he was 9 of 13 from the floor, 3 of 5 from 3, and 5 of 7 from the stripe. He actually attempted some free throws, which is great. On the season, Cade Cunningham is averaging just shy of 23 points, along with 4 rebounds and 7 assists. Just for the record, LeBron James' average career, basically, is 27-7-7. rebounds, 7 assists. Basically what his career numbers are. That's a pretty good neighborhood to be in. 26, 5, and 5. And of course, you know, with the with the assist, you pass the rock and somebody misses a shot. You're not going to get credit for it. Doesn't mean it was a bad pass. It just doesn't go down as a a statistic here. But for for this team, uh, Asar Thompson hitting that corner three at the end, that was that was sensational. Uh bad turnover from a pass that was trying to go inside to uh Beef Stew. They ran Beef Stew out there. Welcome back, Isaiah Stewart. You know, really, a uh, they gave him a start, which I was pretty surprised with, that they decided to go with Stu and Duran and not bring Stu off the bench. Instead, they brought in Fontecchio off the bench. And Fontecchio said after the game that he really, and, I, you know, he said uh, he said thank you in Italian to Johnny Kane, and Johnny Kane just kind of smiled and laughed. And I, I tweeted to Johnny Kane, like, the uh, the response to Grazie would be prego, like, like, the, like the sauce, like, right, like spaghetti sauce. It's a pretty, pretty creative name for a spaghetti sauce, right? That's what you want for your pasta? You want a little marinara, huh? That's what prego means. It means thank you. And so that's what you would uh, respond with. But it, it, for, for Fontecchio, or Tech, as, he, as they like to call him, Tech says after the game that you know he really he enjoys this group a lot. He said he enjoys the team a lot and the guys in the locker room. He knows that they're working hard, You know, watching them all season and then you know, being a part of this team, he knows that they're trying. They're putting in the work. They really want to win. Uh, they want to improve. And he talked about Cade Cunningham and playing with Cade and talking about how great Cade has been. And he's a real point guard and he's got good control of the team. And I was like, wow. I mean, hello, new guy. Like, that's great. It's exactly what we want to hear. You know, that's um, you know kind of what we expect. But at the same time, like, you know, for somebody to come from the outside in and get acclimated to what's going on here and, you know, trying to figure out a, a space for him and, you know, being very complimentary of his teammates. And hopefully, you know, it's always, it's always difficult when you bring in uh, somebody from overseas, right? English is a second language, culturally different, you know, and them trying to find a, a good, a good thing to kind of carve out. So good on the, the Pistons locker room for welcoming in uh, the new guys. And, uh, you know, I asked the bad boy, Rick Mahorn last night, and uh, this was, this was after him telling me that I wasn't big enough to fight him. Uh, which I'm like, I'm 6'3". He laughed. He said, you're a point guard. Get out of here. Um, But I did ask him about defensive principles. And he said that the issue with this is that because of the way that the game has changed, right, the amount of floor that you have to cover is so drastically different. And so he said when the bad boys were playing, defense was a staple. Like, that's what they were going to do. They were going to defend. And it was going to be, like, the key. And he said this today's game is just so different that you have to be able to score. 
right? And I, I thought about that. I was thinking about that a lot on my drive home last night, um, just on how NBA offenses went from point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, your power forward. And, and you'd see a majority of teams going three out, two in. So think like, you know, Luke Longley alongside Horace Grant, joined by, you know, Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr, and Michael Jordan. Right? Jordan was your shooting guard. Kerr's running the offense is the point. Scottie Pippen's your small forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're looking at. You look at three perimeter guys and two on the interior. One guy on each block. Well, the game has evolved in such a way that offense is more... Uh, I, I, will, I will never believe in a five-out offense where all five guys hang out of the perimeter. I will never believe in that. I just It's fundamentally against everything I believe. Uh, I would, you know, orthodox by religion, orthodox by basketball schooling here. But I have been a little bit resistant to the change of how three-out, two-in offense has become four-out, one-in. So four perimeter players with one big man, one center, if you will. And then you surround them with your guard that can handle and your perimeter shooting. Like, that's how you have to build your team right now in the NBA because you're going to have to be able to shoot. And I think that, you know, for Asar to go two of four from three last night and be five of eight from the field, that's a really good step for him. Dispersed scoring, all five starters in double figures with one guy on the bench coming in with 17. Like, that's really nice. Your bench points in total were 26. Like, it was just a really good win. Chicago's a 27-win club, so it's not like... The Bulls are some, you know, I mean, they're not great, but they're not necessarily some bums. You know, they, they, they were able to, you know, get the, and you played Andre Drummond, who had 20 and 11 last night. And like I said, like I've always said about Drummond, the most irrelevant double-doubles in the history of the game. Guy has 20 and 11, they lose by 10. You do the math. We'll step aside. More X's and bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Huge here for Van Andel Institute purple community now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support vai's mission to improve health now and in the future learn more at purplecommunity.org can't call in 
text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. Now, we didn't get to this earlier, uh, but I want to get to this. We'll dive back into the uh, into the Red Wings uh, as well here. Very much, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna obviously hop back into that. They were they were so good uh, last night. Uh, but I, I also wanted to be able to uh, get to what I thought was something that was very important uh, that was said yesterday. Dan Campbell uh, taking the uh, taking the podium from the NFL Combine, and he was asked why are, why is Dan Campbell here? Like some coaches don't go to the Combine. Why is Dan Campbell there? For me, it's the, uh, um, the really the interview process to to get with these guys is what I really look forward to. Um, you know, and. and because um, you're going to be able to see them work out. You're going to see the uh, the combine, the pro days, the watch the tape. But to be able to just kind of get a feel of their personality, their FBI, the problem solving, uh, things of that nature. That that's the real benefit I know for me. I think that's very important. Um, you know, because he's talking about you're going to be able to watch these guys work out at their pro day you're going to be able to see them uh at at different points and what they're able to do athletically but to be able to sit down my question is is you know i feel like sometimes we'll have conversations conversations with people and 10 minutes isn't long enough right so i don't know how in the world uh they get done what they're able to get done in a short amount of time but i gotta i i have a sneaky suspicion they have very particular things that they're asking and they're looking for very particular answers from these players because I mean, it's the biggest job interview of your life. Testing is one thing. If you have a bad combine, that's okay. You can have a pro day, too. Uh, I think most people understand the nerves of the combine. I mean, obviously, you want to see people uh, that are going to perform well under pressure because that's what the NFL every day, uh, every Sunday is performing well under pressure or Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday night. But you get my point. There is a, um, you know, there's, there's something to what they are looking for from an intangible standpoint uh, that we saw and we have seen built with this team with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. And there's a very, very specific kind of guy that they're looking for. And, you know, they signed Jalen Reeves Mabin. Uh, they re signed him two years, seven and a half million. Uh, he is a key special teamer, a key veteran in the locker room. Was here, uh, you know, before and saw some of the doomsdays and is, made his return and got to participate not only in special teams, but also, also being able to. You know, get some defensive snaps when they were working in the rotation after the Derek Barnes injury. So, uh, a lot there for him, uh, for Dan Campbell, and a lot there for Jalen Reeves Maven. But that's the kind of guy uh, that they're looking for. If I had to create a cliche checklist, uh, they are looking for strength. They're looking for violence. They are looking for high motor guys that are that are team first kind of people. And if you are worried about me before you're worried about we. It's not going to work out for you here in Detroit. That's just not going to happen. Just, look, I think that um, between uh, Brad and myself, the success we've had in places that we've been um, has, has really been that way. And that's that's what it comes from. And you, you want to be a good team. You have to draft well. And then you... Um, 
Um, and then you re-sign those guys. I mean, that's that, that's your core. And and then you find the right pieces of free agents to, to fill in with. So, um, so I just we both believe that, and and um, so I think you got to be careful. You know, you want to go uh, spend top dollar on a free agent that's not your own. Um, you want to know everything about that player before you bring him into your locker room. I mean, you can see the tape, all these, but whereas your own guys, you pay top dollar for your own guys that are worthy from production because you know everything about them, right? So uh, it's just it's something we believe in. It's something that uh, we're going to continue to, to do. There you have it. There you have it. So I, I, we, and we can tinker, and I know that, you know, I've talked about Mike Evans, for example, from Tampa. Um, like, on paper, it, it looks like it works. And, you know, we we're, we could sit here and I, you know me, I'm a salary cap watcher. Like nothing, no, who, I protect that salary cap. I love the salary cap because the league is built on competitive balance. That's why. That's why this league is so special. That's why. And that's why college football is not. There it is, the competitive balance. You have the haves and the have-nots. You have a small group of upper echelon, top tier. We got the best facilities. We got all the NIL. We got the boosters boosting. We got computers putin. In the words of the great philosopher Cameron, right? We've got everything that we need, and that puts us in that upper echelon. We are Alabama. We are Georgia. We are Michigan. We are Ohio State. We got everything needed, right? And then you're going to have some of your, your outliers that are going to tinker around. They're going to they're gonna flirt with it. Washington flirted with it, but Oregon is for real. You know, uh, Florida State, we'll see what happens at Florida State. Miami, all eyes are on you. Florida, you might be looking for a new head coach. You figure it out. There are some blue blood programs out there that the gap, if you don't get your act together quickly, this gap in college football until there is some sort of union, which it's not going to happen anytime soon, folks. I know I talk about it a lot because – I manifest it, and I think, you know, if I say it out loud long enough, somebody who works at the NCAA is going to listen to this program and be like, oh, my God, this guy's a genius. We need to hire him. And maybe I'll think about it in my spare time. I got some time during the afternoons now. I might be able to help you out, right? Between about 9.05 a.m. and about 5 o'clock p.m., I got a little I got a little window of time I can help you out in. That could be my 9 to 5. There we go. Commissioner of College Football, fix this thing. So I look at all of this. And I look at the way that these college programs are just, if, if, you, if you think that you're going to be on the precipice of success, if you think that your team is on the, on the cut line, because it's very, that's a real small window, real small window. There's maybe, what, 10 teams? Texas is in there. I forgot about Texas. Shout, shout out to them. Texas is back. I don't know what Oklahoma does in the, in, in the SEC. I don't know. I don't know what happens to Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know what happens. I mean, Kalen DeBoer seems like a good hire. We'll see. But it's always going to be tough to fill in the shoes of the most successful coach in the history of college football, which is Nick Saban. That's going to be that's going to be incredibly tough. But until there is some competitive balance in college football, that's why I look to pro sports. Salary cap. Plain and simple. And nothing. Nothing beats the National Football League. Salary cap, non-guaranteed contracts, and physicality. Exactly what we want to see. 
We got to show up to work every day. We expect you to do the same. Dan Campbell and his crew are building a team that is trying to be and is being built from, from the basement. Right? They went out there, and then their first drafts, they have been swinging and hitting on just about damn near everybody. Their draft success, because let's face it, it's all in your first four to five picks, depending on where they fall. That's where you got to hit at. Your first rounder is day one starter. It's got He's got to be, and if not, then you messed up. You missed one here. Right? Your second rounder is going to get some is going to get some time, going to get some reps. Your third and fourth and fifth rounders, that's where you know, you look at the Legion of Boom for example, like you have to be able to hit in those middle rounds of core pieces. I'm on Ross St. Brown, guys are going to come out, you drafted them, got them a little bit later, third, fourth and fifth round, guys that could come out and are going to contribute. That's what they've done. And they've done that using their model. And they're building, like I said, from the basement up, starting at the line of scrimmage. You have to win at the line of scrimmage. That's why they drafted Panay Sewell. That's why they drafted Aiden Hutchinson. Right? Reinvesting in that offensive line. You know, they want to be able to sign their own guys. They're, they're, he, he's saying it. He's telling you what's going to happen. I think the other thing is very interesting. The NFL draft is coming here, in case you haven't heard, at the end of April. And... Brad Holmes has said it a couple of different ways and a couple of different times, and it leads me to believe, you know, if you're going to the NFL draft, you're going for the party and the experience. I don't know if they pick in the first round. I'm going to be honest with you. They might slide out. I could could see that happen. They could also package and move up. If they really like a guy, they could package some things and move up. And I'm not afraid of Brad Holmes making that call saying, hey, we like player X from wherever. Here's oh, we're gonna swap first rounders. Throw in that extra third rounder. Boom, we're moving up. Because remember, we have four picks in the top 100. So for me, I look at some of the things that Brad Holmes has said, and do not be surprised if he does move back and say, you know what, we'll we'll hop out of 29 and add another quality pick in that top 100. We'll bounce back a little bit. Maybe they move from 29 to 33, 29 to 35. Something something weird like that. I could see that happening. Absolutely. More on uh, from Dan Campbell talking about his new assistant coach hires. But to be able to get Terrell Williams, somebody that I've had uh, I've had experience with, I think he is he's the best D-line coach in the league. If he's not, he's certainly right up there. Um, I think he knows how to develop. He's got experience in game planning, um, and he's going to be beneficial for our guys up front. Deshae Townsend uh, played a long time, coached a long time. Uh, he's going to be able to deliver exactly what AG wants on the back end. Um, and, and so those guys are going to be vital. And then certainly Jim O'Neill's the def- defensive assistant, has been a coordinator in this league uh, and and has a wealth of experience. So those guys are going to be good for us defensively, really help AG uh, finish the vision of what we're looking for. Wow. Wow. Remember, they moved on from Dre Bly. And Coach said it, like, we got to, you know, we got to have the best – you know, the best coaches that make sense and the best players that make sense are going to take us to the next level. They made a lot of changes. Pick number one, or pardon me. Yeah, it's pick number one. It's round one, and it's number 29 overall. The second pick will be in the second round, 61st overall. And in the third round, they have two picks, number 73 overall and number 92 overall. Don't have a fourth rounder. They get into rounds five at 162 overall, round six at number 206 overall, and round seven 
at 246. That's where they're at in the NFL draft. Just a little reminder as we head into the combine uh, what we might be looking at uh, for that. Okay, shifting gears once again, because I wanted to save that for the 735. You know, we've got some calls, all this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mentioned this earlier about the bat signal being out from Coach Lalone uh, in our number one. Obviously, you know, Dan Campbell's uh, got some stuff to do, but I, I got to have a lion on site the rest of the home games. I'm sorry. Somebody's who is committing to pulling that goal horn. When Detroit Lions players have shown up, the Red Wings have outscored their opponents 20 to seven over those three games, 20 goals. When Lions players show up, they've won all three of them. That's just, that's the secret sauce. Those guys have such a, uh, they, they love football. They do. They love football and we love them. And the Red Wings, I can't even begin to, I mean, what has taken place? I, I don't know what Terry's talking about either with he's on St. Louis. Like, I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening there. The Red Wings are right now, I believe 16, four and two since January 1st. I wrote that down in my notebook, but my notebook's in my bag. It's in my car. 16, four and two since New Year's. They are on a roll right now that is something to behold. And they got some help last night. Tampa Bay lost to the Flyers in Philly. That was a 6-2 game. Right? Tampa Bay, in that wild card hunt with your Red Wings, they lost in Philly. Detroit wins. Boop! Hops over them in the standings with two games in hand. Beautiful. Toronto lost 6-2 at home to the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knights right now second in the Pacific. With Toronto's loss, they've played 58 games. They have a game in hand against the Red Wings, who have played 59. However, they have 74 points. The Wings have 72. And just for comparison's sake, just so you know, Toronto's 8-2 in their last 10. The Boston Bruins have lost three in a row. They're stuck at 82 points in 60 games played. And they've just been tied by the Florida Panthers, who have won two in a row after beating Buffalo 3-2 last night. And Florida has now jumped to number one in the standings in the Atlantic Division. So the Red Wings beating the Washington Capitals, the Capitals who were trailing the Wings by seven points entering the game, trailing Tampa Bay by six points entering the game. That wasn't that was that was kind of a big game there for Washington. Kind of a big game there. They get hopped by the New Jersey Devils. And the Red Wings at 7-2 and 1 are uh right now what fifth best in the Eastern Conference over the last 10 games. Uh the offense continues to fire eight goals scored last night. It was it was a thing of beauty. And it, it continues to be a thing of beauty, and I know everybody wants to focus on the top line and the, the little tic-tac-toe there at the end, the call by Ken Daniels, per usual, sensational. Uh, but Larkin, Kane to Larkin, Larkin to Debrinkit, just beautiful, easy-peasy. This group continues to get contributions from everyone, and that's what makes them dangerous. It's Joe Valeno with a goal and an assist. It's Sprong with an assist. It's Lucas Raymond with a goal and a couple of apples. It's Rasmussen with an assist. It's Perron with two assists. It's Larkin with a goal and an assist. It's Patrick Kane with two assists. 
It's Fabry with a goal. Debrinkit with a goal. Andrew Kopp with an assist. Comfer with a goal and an assist. The only guy that didn't register a point last night was Fisher. That was it. On uh, from the from the forwards. I mean, defensively, Gossespierre gets two goals. He's one goal away from reaching double digits. The Detroit Red Wings right now lead all teams in the National Hockey League with 12 guys that have scored 10 or more goals. Ali Mata had an assist. Mo Sider had an assist. Like it was, you know, and Alex Lyon faces 21 shots, makes 18 saves. One of them was just, there was no, I can't believe. that. I mean, the puck made it through a basket, a wicker basket. That's what it did. Like, that's what like, there were so many skate sticks and stuff all over the ice. I have no idea how that one like even got through. And at, at that point, it's like okay, we we can give that one up. But there's another trend that I was talking about earlier with the Detroit Red Wings that I want to bring back up, and it was a trend where we were talking about you know post All Star break. You know, it's Saturday, it's moving day. That's the PGA term where you got to move up the leaderboard, have a chance to win on Sunday, and there was something that was taking place that I, I that I brought up earlier in the year, and and it's now it's a it's a trend where I'm just going to point it out. Over the last six games that they have won, they've won eight to three, three to two, six to one, two to one, four to three, five nothing. What do you what's what's similar there? The games that they have lost, four to one, eight to four, they win four to three, lose three to two. Win 5-2, win 3 nothing, lose 5-4. It's that three-goal mark. Can you hold another team to under three goals? Now, yesterday with the offensive explosion, it didn't really matter. You score eight goals in the game, you're probably not going to lose. You know, the Kraken one goes into overtime on that three-goal. Like I, I feel like three is the magic number. When this team, if they, if they can keep the puck out of the net less than three times, they're going to win the game because they got the offense to be able to do it. And, um, you know, as, as Freddie's been riding the Patrick Kane horse here, the one thing that Patrick Kane does is it does the, the addition of him and Alex Debrinkit have regulated the rest of the roster where you can get everybody playing right about where they should be. And that's a beautiful thing. You know what else is a beautiful thing? We'll be here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Hopefully you join us here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built 
Lions Golf Cart. Text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and The Huge Show. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Coming up later today at 3 on the HUGE show on the Michigan Sports Network, I'll deliver huge opinions on everything you're talking about.